Hello, my peachy friends out there in podcast land. This is Sarah Giovanetti Mobley um, coming at you from the Peachy Girl podcast. <laughs> Today is like a really gorgeous day. My office is out here in Montgomeryville, PA, and so beautiful. <laughs> what a beautiful day. So, so grateful. I'm hoping everyone else is having a beautiful day as well. Um, I just wanted to come online today to make an announcement. I'm really excited that um, I am publishing a book called Self-Care Secrets for Younger Skin, a no-nonsense guide. And it's really cool. I'm super excited. One of our value systems at our salon is self-care, is self-love. And I'm always encouraging everyone to really take care of themselves and practice self-care. A lot of times the reason why people um, aren't doing well in their lives is because they're not really taking care of themselves. Like as an adult, um, you know, it's up to you to like reparent yourself or care for yourself. I mean, there's people who like, you know, they're like, oh, I'm so exhausted all the time and depressed. And, you know, and you're like, well, what did you eat today? Um, I had, you know, (laughs) a bowl of cereal and a bowl of rice. And that's it. That's all I had for the day. And then but I'm supposed to feel good. I mean, there's like such a disconnection in our world from, you know, people thinking that they're supposed to just feel good and not have to do any work. Like you can feel freaking amazing and you can feel great as an adult. However, you know, you have to work for it. I mean, if you're not eating enough calories every single day, you're not drinking water, you're not getting sunlight, you're not exercising, Yes, you're going to be depressed. Yes, you're going to be anxious. Like, you know, um, if you're suffering from a lot of fear, well, if you're not praying and meditating and have a spiritual practice, how you overcome fear is with faith. Like every life is a verb. Everything in life requires you to physically do something, take some sort of action. And if you do not take some sort of action in life, do not sit and expect to have a beautiful, blessed life. If you're sitting around like, I know people who are depressed and they literally sit in the house all day long, don't do anything, and then wonder why, <laughs> you know, they don't have any money and and they're depressed and they're not feeling good. Like, dude, you got to get up, right? And you got to have some sort of purpose and you have to be of service to other people. What makes you feel good is, you know, being of service to other people, right? So having, you know, some sort of purpose that you're helping others, right? You know, being able to contribute and give back somehow into society, right? And be able to meet your nutritional needs, meet your emotional needs. You got to be able to meet your, um, you know, physical needs, right? Your social needs. There's like some basic requirements that you need to do on a daily basis or you're going to feel like crap. I mean, it's really quite that simple. I'm going to say 99% of the time, you know, and you know, it's like people who are living in terror and fear all the time. Well, dude, go get a spiritual therapist, go to church, find a community where you feel safe in, right? Because the only way you heal emotionally is being around people who have strong moral compass, strong character, and make you feel safe where you can share your vulnerabilities and open up and there's that connection, right? So it's like, you know, if you're someone who is like an addict, well, of course you feel like crap all the time because you're around other addicts and that's basically people 
with a poor moral compass and people who don't have um, any sort of direction in life. And then, of course, you, you don't feel um, comfortable opening up and being vulnerable, you know, to the devil, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like you open up and feel comfortable talking to other people that you feel safe around. Right. And then if you don't have any friends or family, go to church, you know, people are in church to be of service and to help. Right. And there's so many different faiths, beliefs. You can find a church, a belief, a faith where you're going to feel comfortable and that, and, and, and something that aligns with you. I happen to be a person who's very spiritual. I was brought up religious, but I'm very spiritual. I'm open to everyone's, um, you know, faith and and what they believe in, right? Because I believe in that human connection and I don't believe in judging people or shaming people for, you know, being a human being, right? It's just like um, all this judgment and shame that's going on in the world is like you saying, you you don't, I, I do not allow you to have a human experience. Like we all have a journey to take in life and we all get to make mistakes and we all get to mess up sometimes, right? As long as it's not illegal, right? You know, we know where the boundaries are, of course, but it's like in life, this is a journey and we're allowed to have a human experience. We're allowed to feel happy and sad and make a mistake and trip and, you know, and and that's life, right? And so I always encourage people to give people space to grow and grace and, and, you know, learn forgiveness because, you know, if you're going around shaming and judging people, however you treat others is exactly how you're treating yourself, right? <laughs> you know, so, um, but my attempt, you know, obviously to write this book, Self-Care Secrets for Younger Skin, a no-nonsense guide, I'm super excited because my grandmother lived 101 all healthy years. And so she was really my role model as far as, you know, someone who lived a beautiful life. You know, um, she was part, uh, she went to a Unitarian church um, and in Arlington, Virginia. Her name was Joy Mercedes Todd. And um, she was just a beautiful woman. She was um, educated. Uh, she was uh, sharp as a, a, a whip. I mean, she had, you know, she'll debate with you in a minute, <laughs> you know, and she had a strong constitution, you know what I mean? She, uh, very, uh, astute and, and what she stood for. And she, and she would speak up in a minute. I mean, she was a captain of the Women's army corps and, you know, she was part of the debate team in her, the church that she went to. And I just respected her so much, you know, and, um, you know, she was a woman who was slow to anger, you know what I mean? And when, and when she did speak, her words really meant something. And so um, I think of her often. And so this book is dedicated to my grandmother, Joy Todd. And I did love her so much. And she was like a mother to me. And, um, you know, I, I was like, you know, I always reflected on her life because it's like she lived 101. So, you know, it's like, you know, so some of the things that she did, you know, she had a beautiful social group. Group. She was around people that were really loving and caring, right? Um, she was part of a debate group. You know, she would do things and she was involved in activities that she really liked. Um, she was very disciplined. She did the same things every single day at the same time. You could always rely on her. She was stable. She had her mind and her wits about her. She didn't have any addictions, you know, that I knew of. 
Um, she was well-read, always reading, um, listening to, uh, you know, at the time, I'm sure she'd probably listen to podcasts now, but at the time she, you know, she would always be tuning in to, you know, radio stations where people were on there that were thought leaders. She taught me to take everything with a grain of salt, you know what I mean? And always keep an open mind. And if new facts present themselves, be open to challenge your own beliefs, right? And I think the thing that I admired about her the most was her ability to engage in a conversation with someone, a debate that had total opposite views from her. And she was able to, you know, say her viewpoint and and say her ideas and her beliefs and what she thought, you know, based on some scientific evidence, you know, and, um, and she would never get emotional or upset just because somebody didn't agree with her. Like she was able to engage in a conversation, you know, and have civil discourse. And I think that like, that's what's really missing in society today. Like people, it's like everybody's on these polarized opposite sides and, and no one's like willing to actually sit and actually have, you know, a, a good old fashioned debate. You know, this is America, you know, this is freedom of speech. You know, this is, you know, it's not that we have to be feared into doing something or scared into doing something. No, like you can speak your mind and you can speak up and you have rights and you can hold to your values. And guess what? I always tell people, you got to get in where you fit in and you go where you're treated the best. I mean, if you're living in a state, we have 50 states, the United States, if you're living in a state that does not, um, you, that has value systems and laws that you don't agree with, well, guess what? You can get up and move. I mean, I don't know how many people moved from California and New York to Texas and Florida just because the, you know, during the pandemic, it kind of exposed what the, the, you know, the overreach of the laws in those states. So, this is America, you know, land of the free, home of the brave, okay? And so I, I just always encourage everybody to kind of search your soul and your spirit and, and really, you know, figure out what you believe in and what you stand for and speak up about that, right? So maybe if I'm talking with someone, you know, that person might not necessarily agree with me and then maybe they can come back and tell me their point of view and I will tell you what. I mean, I do this with my staff all the time. I'm con- we're constantly going back and forth, pitching ideas. And then guess what? We all come together and we have a beautiful solution and it just makes things so much better. And not only that, but now we have a stronger relationship relationship because now we have, um, you know, toggled a little bit back and forth and, 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 and come to, you know, uh, an agreement together or having a better meeting of the minds. And, and then the fact that you do that with respect, you know, that's what you get. The relationship, the relationship gets deeper and you have more respect. And so that's what my grandmother was always capable of doing. So I always reflect on that part of her character. And that's an ideal that I try to live up to. You know what I mean? Um, Just being able, especially being a business owner, and then you're constantly managing conflict and things like that. So it's really important for me to be able to sit with someone who might have opposite views from me, and that's okay, and be able to have a conversation and say, you know, take what you need, leave the rest. Like, no matter, even if you're talking to someone, somebody, there's always value, no matter how 
different the opposing uh, opinion might be than yours, right? So 99.9% of what that person says, maybe you don't even agree with. Maybe it wasn't even well-read or well-researched, right? But if 0.001 was really a great idea, that's something you can take. And that's where you like, take what you need, leave the rest. Take everything with a grain of salt, like that type of thinking, like, you know, that's how, pe- that's how you come together. You know, that's how you meet in the middle. So if you really want to learn how to meet in the middle, you need to learn how to be able to actually have an intelligent conversation with someone else where you can state your v- views in a non-threatening environment and a, a, a I guess they call it non-violent communicating way, <laughs> right? And, um, and then, and then that's, and, and, you know, and that's what, how, how you get shaped, you know, in the Bible, it says one sword sharpens another sword, like one man sharpens another uh, man, right? And that's what that means, right? You know, you, you're with someone and you want to challenge each other, but you want to challenge each other in a way that's respectful. So you can come up with the best solution and the best way of doing things, or you can look at things from a different viewpoint and you can have an easier life. Maybe you're doing something with your life and it's really causing chaos and, and, and confusion in your life and someone who actually really cares about you can bring that to your attention in a way that's respectful and now you're able to improve. And that's what I mean by really people coming together to be able to hold conversations and and, and communicate in a way that's civil. And I think that's what we've lost, right? And so, um, you know, I guess like, you know, this is like why I wanted to do, you know, a podcast because there's so many people in my life on a daily basis that, you know, I, you know, I engage in those type of conversations because that's what I saw. You know, that's what my grandmother taught me to do. You know, she didn't say anything. I just watched her <laughs> and I mirrored what she was doing. Um, and that serves me very well as far as being a leader because I'm always open to somebody else's point of view because I want us to be operating efficiently. I want to be doing the right thing. I want to, you know, be running a business that's actually contributing to the community um, and this is a place where people can go- come and have fun and feel uplifted and get amazing service and, um, you know, and just start learning about taking care of themselves and why that's so important. And so if somebody has a better way of doing something or a different point of view, I am so open because I know even for myself, like I, you know, started doing more on social media and, you know, me doing it by myself, you know, I would say, you know, things were looking okay, you know, I'm a creative person, but I'll tell you when I got my staff involved, oh my gosh, it was like the magic happened. It was just amazing. It's just so amazing when you collaborate with other people, you know, um, You know, I work 15 years um, as a solopreneur and nothing is as beautiful as working together in a team. I'm like, you always have someone to talk to. You always have someone to lean on. And it's like, we're all there for each other. You know what I mean? It's just like such a beautiful thing. I don't know how many times I've had team members, you know, tell me that they're praying for me. Their family members are praying for me. Like I've been to their house. Like, you know, (laughs) like one of my teammates, her, her parents follow me on Facebook. Like, 
it's just like that t- camaraderie. It's just like there's nothing better than camaraderie. Like that's the best feeling in the whole entire world. Um, like my manager, Shireen, she's like so amazing. She has like the best customer service like in the whole entire world. <laughs> I've never met anyone with better customer service than her. And, um, you know, and she is someone that's always encouraging us. Let's always get together. And I'm always so glad she reminds me of that. And she tells me to do that because every time we do that, it just, it's just turns into something awesome. So the last, um, event that we did was, um, the front desk. We all went to the Ritz Carlton because I wanted to really show the front desk, um, what, you know, first class customer service looks like, you know, cause I can talk Tom blue in the face, right? However, you know, if you like immerse people in the environment where that five star, um, experience is happening, then that's like that, that's the magic. Then that's when it's like really, you know, um, they get it, you know, and it was just so cool. So we're like sitting at the table and it was just so nice. And then like, I heard like what, it just like melted my heart. Like one of the girls, Oh my gosh, I feel so special. And that just made me feel so good. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, wow. Like, you know, like it it made me feel so good because I'm like, okay, they're, you know, really understanding like how to make someone now she's feeling special. So now she kind of gets it like, ding, you know, this is, we can make our clients feel special. Right. So, um, oh my gosh, first of all, Riz Carlton and Philadelphia dinner was spectacular, amazing customer service over the top, champagne popping and flowing. We had such a good time. And then all the girls went and, um, did uh, social media. Like they helped me do social media. So it was just so cool. So much camaraderie, such a good time. Everybody had a chance to get um, dressed up. And I felt as if, um, and then it was an overnight experience. So, um, all the, all the staff slept over at the hotel so that, excuse me, so they could really, you know, be immersed in the environment of what excellence looks like. And, um, and I really felt like it would, it really, you know, we re- everybody really got the point and it was just amazing. And I had so much fun, you know, we all had fun together and, you know, I can never do that by myself, <laughs> you know, but it's like when you come together and then they all made amazing, they put so much effort into making amazing social media for us. And it was just, just so, so much fun. So great. So we have another event coming up, um, at the W hotel. So I'm really excited about that. We're going to be celebrating a birthday and, um, Um, We're going to be having a meeting and doing some training. So like I said, I just, you know, my heart is so grateful to be able to work in a team and nothing is, um, uh, feels better than collaborating with other people. And of course, um, this year was, um, like our goal this year was have our dream team and dream clients, you know? And it's like, even me, as far as like even developing as a leader, I really had to learn, like, you really need to bring the right people on the team, right? Cause there's a lid for every, every pot, right? And truly you got to get in where you fit in. And it's like, you know, you really need to make sure you bring the right people on the team. Cause if you have that wrong person on the team, they just make everybody miserable and they bring everybody down, you know, when, you know, they're, not aligned with how we're doing things or our values. And you know what? They just need to do something else, you know? So it's really kind of like, I think that's been my um, biggest learning experience. I would say in the past year and a half is really saying, you know what? We got to get the right people on the team. And if the, and if the people on the team aren't right, then they have to go somewhere else. They have to choose a different path because 
it's just like, we all have so much fun together and, you know, and the vibe is so cool. And then when you have someone that's just not a good fit, it's just like kind of, they just take all the fun at everything. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I'm super, super excited about um, our new book coming out, Self-Care Secrets for Younger Skin. And I really go into, you know, my secrets as far as skincare um, that I use to stay youthful. Of course, I'm 48 and everybody thinks that I'm in my 20s or 30s. Um, I just have a very heavy health um, self-care practice. You know, I work out every day. You know, I drink water. I take vitamins and supplements. I eat healthy. And because I've done that for most of my life, you know, that's why I do look, you know, um, on the younger side. And, you know, part of that is, you know, skincare. I like starting people out um, in self-care on skincare, right? And just start, like, you know, it's about stacking wins, you know what I mean? So it's like, if you can just start doing one thing that builds your self-esteem, your self-respect for yourself. You know, there's some people who don't even take a shower a day, right? You know, and then they, you know, and it's just like you, every day you need to take care of yourself. And it's like, if you just take a moment and take care of your skin and, you know, just stop, stop worrying, stop thinking, just take that moment where you're going to, you know, breathe in the essential oils, the lavender, you know, it's just, uh, you know, lavender is a, a essential oil that helps you just relax, right? And you're massaging your skin, you're not over here ripping and, you know, tugging at your hair, you know, you're like loving yourself, you treat yourself good, treat yourself, how are you treating yourself? Are you treating yourself like a peasant, a princess, or are you treating yourself like a queen? I want people to treat themselves like they are a king or a queen. What would Cleopatra do, right? Would she not would she not take care of her skin? No. Cleopatra, okay. I mean, if you research her, she was sleeping, first of all, taking milk and honey baths, and she was sleeping in gold, 24 karat gold mask. <laughs> right? Okay. That's what a queen does, right? So now when you decide not to take care of yourself, you're you're doing um things that you know a queen wouldn't do right so so think what would a queen do what would a princess do and then act accordingly and then as you act accordingly how you treat yourself everybody else is going to act accordingly too right so self-care just starts with just one thing start say with your skincare start with you know go out exercise for 30 minutes a day and it's all about discipline and building that habit right so it's not about doing things when you're motivated it's about doing things at a habit right because the more you do something at a habit then that's when it starts becoming programmed and it becomes second nature for you, right? But if you want to feel happy, if you want, as an adult, right? You want to be happy, you got to earn happiness, <laughs> right? You want to feel good, you got to earn it, right? By doing things and being active, right? Because it's not just some feeling that you can just, you know, I mean, if you want to feel happy, go do drugs. If you want Insta happiness, go do some drugs. I mean, you'll feel happy for a moment, but it's not sustaining, right? So, but if you want something that's sustaining, joy, bliss, peace, right? That comes from self-care. Treating yourself with some respect and doing for yourself every single day, right? All the habits that you need to live a healthy and successful life, right? So that's kind of the whole entire point of my book, Self-Care Secrets for Younger Skin. So it kind of embodies everything. It embodies the skincare that you need to do to look young. It embodies, um, 
the you know the facials you can get to look young it, it, the nutrition um to look young and the exercise to look young so it's like all in one book so i'm like super super excited um it'll be at the salons um soon you can go and pre-order it on our website currently thenakedpeach.com and i'm really really excited to kind of move forward and really help everybody develop these positive self-care habits so we can all live happier and more healthier lives. All right. Well, hopefully everybody has a wonderful week and I will talk to you guys soon.